0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of Carpe Mignana, the show where we talk about how to capture tomorrow today. And this is a very special Carpe Mignana because it's actually our first bonus episode of Carpe Mignana. We don't, we haven't done these before. This is our very first bonus episode.
1: Exactly. And we uh, were really excited because um, our marriage conference just finished and it was a phenomenal success, a lot of breakthroughs, a lot of wonderful things happened. And uh, this particular episode is actually uh, recorded live Sunday morning. And uh, it was pretty amazing. And and we had Tony and Lisa with us, and they're here with us again. So thank you guys for being with us.
2: Well, thank you for having us. Yesterday was fabulous, and uh, it's amazing to just be able to share this time with you.
3: Yeah, it's great to be here.
0: And like we said in this bonus episode, this is a a conversation live between Dr. Shaw and Nicole and Tony and Elisa uh, right after the marriage conference. So you're going to hear about how the marriage
3: conference unfolded and how lives were changed. So enjoy the very first live bonus episode of Carpe Mignana. Awesome. Where's Pastor Sean, Nicole? Come on up. Come on down. These two are absolutely rock stars. Truly blessed by these guys. Let's give them a hand as they come on up here. Boom. Um, all right. Love you guys. And they're matching. How cute is this? Like, Wow, purple.
2: Coordinated
3: nicole dressed pastor shaw today (laughs) of course (laughs) all right as we get started share how you guys found the one extraordinary marriage show and how that has impacted your marriage and for all of you who don't know pastor shaw pastors this church here at clearview which is one of the finest churches That Alisa and I, and we go all over the country, one of the finest churches that we've been to in terms of excellence and the people here and the way he preaches, it's absolutely amazing. So truly blessed and honored to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Yes, go ahead and
0: clap. Okay, well, I guess I'll start with... um, It started with camp and (laughs) a trip to camp and a member of our church, Chris Jackson... Uh, He's right over there. Started talking to me about this podcast he had been listening to. And we were chauffeuring kids to camp. And he was about to start reading the titles off. And then he was like, mm, maybe you ought to read them. <laughs> and he handed me the phone. <laughs> and I began to look down. And I was a little surprised, but I was very intrigued. So for the rest of the trip, I was driving one van and he was driving another vehicle. I was listening.
1: I was there, there were no kids in the. No, in the there were no kids. <laughs> 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 <There> were kids. <laughs> Clarify that. So an you, empty van coming back from camp.
0: <laughs> so that was my that was my um, introduction to your podcast. And
1: then she told me about it, and it was kind of funny because uh, I shared the story last year, and then on our podcast yesterday, uh, we were actually going to Virginia to South to Boyton. To get a license to do a wedding in Virginia, because you know you gotta have a license, special license for um, um, for that state. And on the way there, she said, uh, "Let's listen to this marriage podcast that this Chris Jackson found." Out. I was like, "Great, Chris! Uh, I, I do a lot of counseling, marriage counseling. I don't need a yeah, Renee Jackson as well, just as guilty." <laughs> so, anyways, long story short, began to listen to it. And then just 15 minutes into the trip, I mean, we realized how much um, authenticity it was in that podcast and how real it was and how much it was meeting us right where we were. And I got to the courthouse, got the license, got back in the car, and I told Nicole, I said, put it back on. I want to listen to the rest of them. (laughs) And that was it. We, We got hooked, and we were like, this couple... Is not only they don't not only have our conviction but they also are reaching us and talking to us where people are struggling Mm -hmm. and not just up here somewhere and so uh, from there on you guys we became part of that one family one extraordinary marriage family and so it's so exciting to have you and this is the second year for you guys to be on the East Coast how do you feel
3: I love it I I cannot tell you guys the hospitality that we get when we come here. Elise and I have the opportunity to go to many churches. And we have a vibrant church that we're a part of in San Diego. And I want you guys to know that what you guys have here is not normal. The excellence. The in worship, all the good ways it's yes, not normal. It's, not, it, it, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And you guys are so blessed to be in a house. Where you have a pastor and his wife who are willing to step forward and share not only what they've learned, but bring other people in to talk about areas that the church has honestly, most places around this country have shut out. And so you guys are are so blessed to be in this house with such a a teacher that, I mean, they've become our our friends and, and we're truly blessed to be here again.
2: For us, it's like coming home. This yeah. is like a family reunion when we get to come back every year, and um, you all are very special, and you're special to us, so it's not just like we show up for a weekend you know, in March, and then we disappear. Um, no, we, we definitely stay in touch, and it's family. Yes,
1: Absolutely, and last year was the first conference. This year, the theme was Dream Again. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that?
2: Well I, I would love to be able to take credit for it, but actually it was Myra and Tammy that we were coming back from another conference last year, and, and we're just brainstorming on the plane and we, and we started talking about what does it look like for couples to dream um, and what does it look like to dream again? because on our wedding day, there are so many dreams, right We, we get up and we, you know we put on the great dress and we put on the suit and we you know the cake's going to be phenomenal and all and of these kinds look of things good. you're going to look good and uh, <laughs> And there are these dreams, but somewhere along the way, life happens, right? Maybe it's you get distracted with kids or jobs or, or you know, stuff with parents and it doesn't go that way and you lose your dreams. And what we realized and what we needed to bring for 2020, which it's not, the irony is not lost on me that this is a year that is all about vision, 2020 vision, having that clarity, but to have that dream again, what does it look like to rediscover the dreams, rediscover the passions that you have, not just for one another, but, but for your marriage. For those that don't know the two of you how long have you guys been married how many kids what does that look like
0: we've been married uh 25 years january was our 25th wedding anniversary (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) and we have four kids um two girls two boys um from ages 24 to 13.
1: and and the two girls are here in fact one of them is rebecca and uh, she is Way in the back she's on staff here the other one is here as well abigail the two boys are not here but um, they're at a basketball tournament they're on the basketball team. yeah
2: absolutely and i mean you guys have got a few more years of marriage on us and so that probably means you've faced challenges along the way what has been one of the biggest struggles or challenges that the two of you have faced, and how have you overcome it? Because I think a lot of times, and I know we fall into this ourselves, where we might see a pastor on stage and think, wow, okay, well, you know what, that's the pastor. And like, you know, but the reality is, is we all put pants on one leg at a time and, and things like that. So is there something that you can share?
1: Oh, you want me to go? <laughs> well, it's not only the busyness of life, but also just in the area of intimacy, uh, even let's talk about sexual intimacy sometimes that gets sidelined mm-hmm. uh, that's put on uh, you know on the, on the back burner so to speak That this is not that important what is important is your relationship with the Lord and and how you're living the life and walking in the Word sexual intimacy is just way down here mm-hmm. and both of us have been affected by that through the years busyness life baggages we bring into our marriage no one has a perfect marriage. And if anybody is portraying that, they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. I counsel a lot of couples. They're lying to you because uh, at the core there's a problem. And can I go a little step further yeah. into yeah, that? Please. We're living in a culture or maybe not even cultural or generational. It's just where you may have grown up thinking or hearing that sex is dirty. Don't talk about that and uh, you know that's that's not meant to be discussed that's not something we even talk about in church that's terrible Uh, maybe you grew up in in with that kind of mindset i understand i totally get it would you like to know when that mindset began in the book of genesis in genesis chapter three when adam and eve sinned what is the first thing they did he said, oh, wait a minute, they, they ran from God. No. Read again. The first thing they realized was their eyes were open, and they realized that both of them were naked. And they immediately became ashamed. Can you, can you think about that? Who were they ashamed of? They were not ashamed that a lion and a tiger or a, a dog and a cat may see them naked, because there are no other human beings there. Guess who they were ashamed? They were ashamed in front of their own spouses. Which means this. Adam was ashamed of his nakedness. And so was Eve of hers. And down the, the generations it has come down to us. It is not a mark of spiritual maturity to say. Oh this is not something we talk about. It is this mark of spiritual immaturity. Don't ever think you are more spiritual than God. If you don't get anything else get that one. He said, what do you mean by that? He put one book in the Old Testament, in the Bible, called the Song of Solomon, which is far more explicit than I can ever get up here and talk about. There's not going to be a series on the Song of Solomon from up here. I'm just going to tell you that. If there is, we're going to have to really put some caution. And it's definitely not about Christ and the believer. That's a very odd relationship if it's Christ. It's about a husband and wife. And I can go and tell you, that's where many of us are struggling, including us. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really appreciate this couple right here, because they're doing something that uh, I'm not gifted to do. Uh, I'm not going to sit up here and talk about um, some of the things to talk about. <laughs> it's not my thing. Can
3: I say something, though? There's a boldness that comes. From the heart and the soul to be a pastor and say that truly to to stand to sit here and share that with 180 of his closest friends here today that doesn't happen you guys yeah. it doesn't happen the breakthrough came for them when they begin to listen and just start going all right you know what where are we where are we seeing that area that we're not fully in yet and so as you saw that, sexual intimacy, like, hey, holier than thou, I'm in the Bible, I'm in prayer, we're, we're in prayer together, we're, we're leading the charge here at Clearview, we're, we're building a team, we're reaching a city. So where did the breakthrough come in your sexual intimacy?
1: Well, when you, when you realize, and when we realize that, yes, we needed help, mm-hmm. yes, we cannot fix this just by more prayer and Bible reading, although that's very essential. Absolutely. Uh, to have a strong relationship with the Lord, but when we realized th- that this is a real problem and we're not the only ones mm-hmm. that struggle with this of putting intimacy on the back burner, um, that was to us the biggest breakthrough, and and it continues to be uh, because uh, we haven't arrived.
0: Well, um, I can't remember how many years ago it was. We did. We decided to do a 30-day sex challenge. But we broke Congratulations. it up. <laughs> we broke it up into two weeks and two weeks because he had to be out of town in the middle of that. Okay. And so I feel like for us, that was a breakthrough okay. for us to, to realize, I think I was going into it and maybe he was going into it as well. Okay, this is just physical Mm -hmm. but the the further you get into one you realize it's not just physical you become um you have that emotional intimacy even the spiritual intimacy moves in and um the mental i mean everything it was an amazing month well it was more than that because we had that because it
1: followed after that too because it didn't stop there And how many years
3: married were you at that point in time? (laughs) You know, it's how fast it is. Just stop there. We just kept on going. like Just keep it going. Hey, honey, let's just roll. Which
2: is really only awkward for probably two people sitting in this room that are like, oh, my gosh, those are my parents.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I only know because if if our kids were here,
2: that would be the faces they were making.
3: And we love their girls. We we do get that reaction
2: as well. We're like, mom.
3: Yeah, it's okay.
2: Please, you know. They visited us. I feel well, completely comfortable. It, it, it. Yeah. So how many,
3: how many years married were you when you took on that challenge? 20, uh, I would say 20. Okay, so five, so five years ago. Okay.
2: So what does that mean, that, that couples that have been married for 20 plus years can do sex challenges? <laughs> yeah. and, and like dis- rediscover, rediscover one another? Rediscover one another, another. yeah. Just-
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and I didn't know that she was going to bring that up, so that was... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> now you yeah. know
0: the
2: truth. <laughs> But I think that's really significant because you know the two of you being so authentic, right? That is definitely something that if this is your first visit to Clearview, um, that is very much the undercurrent and and the cultural core values of this church. That there is an authenticity, and you know, the, the Pastor Sean and Nicole are going to be like, "This is who we are, <laughs> right? Like, this is all of us, and and it's fun and it's real. And I think that's a gift that you give the church here. And you know, if you were to Give one piece of marriage advice to a couple. What would you say? Mine is always
0: the same. His might be a lot different, but mine is always the same. Um, No matter how long you've been married, one week, 25 years, 35 years, um, if you have a fight, disagreement, argument, doesn't matter, do not, do not go home and tell your mom and dad. Because you will move on. You will move past that argument. You will move past it. You will work through it, and you will be fine. But guess what? Mom and dad still remember what you came home and said, and they will hold that against your spouse. And then you're dealing with, you know, family on the outside. It's not... And then then you're dealing with but I want you to be close to my mom and dad. Well, you know, you brought that <laughs> you brought that into your marriage by going home and telling mom and dad, don't do it.
1: And if I could add in the same vein is, you know, our parents are wonderful people and growing up you may have had some great parents and that's great, but sometimes we even learn bad ideas, bad views on marriage, sex, and those kind of things. And it's okay to still honor your parents or people Who are influential in your life but choose a different way and say for us we're going to do things this way Uh, our marriage is going to be like this or we're going to prioritize sexual intimacy in our marriage and those kind of things um and so that's 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 what i will challenge people and listening to tony and lisa has been a blessing and and you guys handle some very very difficult subjects (laughs) But it's never done with um, crassness or vulgarity. It's always, I never walk away feeling dirty. I always walk away going, hmm, that was, that was never on my radar, but now I understand how that goes.
0: But also, you have to realize that you are reaching audiences where we can't, and you are um, broaching subjects that, they're, that we are all struggling with, but we don't have the courage to ask anybody, or we don't know where to go to ask anybody.
3: I want to ask a question. Um, so we're we're in here, and this is a dream again, marriage conference. And so, as you were sitting there here this morning, and and we were sharing about dreaming again. You guys are 25 years married, you have four kids. Two are out. Two are still in. Where are you guys dreaming? What are you guys dreaming for? <laughs>
0: Honestly, <clears throat> I'm looking. I'm looking more towards. And I, I'm not saying that I'm getting old, but I mean, I'm looking more towards being debt-free and retirement. and And what does that look like for us? And I, not necessarily that he's going to retire. I don't believe he will ever retire,
2: no.
0: <laughs> ever. <No. laughs> Can't
2: imagine. <laughs> no.
0: But just you know, what does that look like for us financially? Um, what does that look like for us as a family, you know to to be debt free, to be where we can do more? Yes um, That's mine.
1: Of course, and very much the same thing. And also I will add this while we were listening to that, we still have our struggles. We still have ups and downs in life and and doubts and fears and struggles of work and health and all these things but we have to ignore those things and we have to put them in the right perspective not necessarily ignore them put them in the right perspective and still dream again and go okay all that is there and will be there and more will come but we choose to live life with hope and confidence about the future
2: absolutely for for the folks that might be staying in town Overnight, can you just share with everybody what time church is tomorrow? So if they wanted to come and join us, because I know we're going to be here. But
1: absolutely. So we uh, we've told Tony and Lisa that they're not leaving. (laughs) Just after the conference, like last year, they're going to be here tomorrow morning. Both services, eight thirty and eleven, and it's going to be set up. He talked me into the eight (laughs) thirty. Absolutely.
3: (laughs) (laughs) FYI, I only put eleven.
1: He talked me into the (laughs) eight (laughs) thirty. And so it's going to be set up this way and we're going to actually be the ones asking them some questions. And again, nothing crass, nothing... We know the kids are in there in the audience, but it'll be done in a way that would help families uh, in need and and answer questions that may not even have been answered today uh, in these sessions. So, really, absolutely. Uh, Thank you so
3: much, you guys. Let's give a hand to these guys. (laughs) All 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 right, so... This is our second year here in Henderson, and like I said, for Elise and I coming out of our home church in San Diego, there's no church that runs with excellence. And so, and we shared with you guys that we're taking some time after this conference to just chill out. And so, to you, Pastor Shaw, and Nicole, we are taking you two to Raleigh with us until Tuesday on us to just hang out, and enjoy and dream again. Oh, wow. (laughs) All right. Again for these guys, thank you so much. Love these guys.
2: So we're going to go into a 15-minute break. We've had some laughs.